Ancient Egypt is a favorite topic of many kids in history class, and we all know the main facts. Pyramids are triangular, the Sphinx likes riddles, and to quote Anakin Skywalker, sand is annoying. But is there more to ancient Egypt than any of us know? And just how terrifying are those secrets? These are the scariest things they didn't tell you about ancient Egypt. Before we begin, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to our channel, and click the notification bell for more amazing videos every day. With that being said, let's begin. Number 5. Citizens' Rights The Upper and Lower Kingdoms of Ancient Egypt were combined in 2950 BC by King Menes and at this time the empire's first laws began to emerge. Of course, the pharaoh continued to maintain supreme power over everything, so nothing was ever concrete. But except for those who held high positions of power, everyone else was treated equal, just about. Men and women had the same rights as each other and generally it wouldn't matter which social class you were in to be treated fairly, as long as you weren't a slave. Even the poorest of citizens had the right to ask the vizier, the pharaoh's assistant, for help in matters. There was no forced marriage in ancient Egypt, with women having the complete right to decide who and if they wanted to marry. They were allowed to own property, sign contracts, inherit belongings and take court action just like men were, which was a rare thing in civilizations of the time and continue to be rights not afforded to women today. They could also get a paid job and run a business, and there were many who held influential positions at the top of society with Cleopatra and Hatshepsut becoming pharaohs. They weren't, however, allowed to take on roles in government and would only have secondary positions in temples, nor were they likely to have been educated to the same levels as their male counterparts. People were generally allowed to live their lives how they wanted and with whoever they wanted to, these were ideas that were enshrined in the laws of the society, and there are no records suggesting any types of relationships were prohibited. While not common, polygamy was allowed, and the young King Tutankhamun even married his half-sister. Now it's time for the odd topic. Of all the ancient gods of Egypt you learnt about, we bet you never heard about this thing, right? Well, there might just be a good reason why. Some scholars insist that Anubis had a dark, twisted, sadistic brother by the name of Sibua, and these images here are an artistic recreation of what Sibua may have looked like according to the descriptions of him in ancient texts. Carvings have been found, presumably made by ancient Egyptians, that describe Sibua as a malicious monster who took great joy in torturing humans, ripping their skin off and swallowing their bones whole, as punishment for not devoting themselves to Egypt's pantheon of gods. But how seriously the possible existence of Sibua should be taken is hotly up for debate. Many other scholars feel that as there is only one reference to Sabua known, we should consider it a fake. What do you think? Is Sabua a long-lost god of Egypt and should we be scared of him? Remember to comment down below with the hashtag, hashtag topic, and let us know your opinion in relation to what we just showed on screen. And now to the next topic. Number 4. Medicines The Egyptians developed fairly advanced medicines and treatments in comparison with other civilizations of the time. But one type of concoction that they believed helped heal most ailments were laxatives. A recent study that looked at remains from tombs and other archaeological sites supports the theory that laxatives were prevalent throughout Egyptian society. They were made with a range of ingredients such as figs, bran and dates, as well as a fruit called colocynth and castor oil. If you were suffering from bloating or indigestion, for example, you would be given a liquid made from boiling cumin, goose fat and milk together. This would be strained and drunk and would likely lead to many hours in the privacy of a commode as it passed through. The Egyptians believed there to be a spiritual component to illness, 
too and would combine their understanding of the human body with rituals and incantations. A number of texts have been translated that detail spells that will be cast to ward off spirits and encourage healing and it's possible that their belief in the efficacy of this wood in itself actually cause it to work. With such a range of plant life at their disposal, many techniques used by the Egyptians remained in use until quite recently and some have even come back into fashion. Some estimates say as many as 50% of their herbal remedies continue to be prescribed into the 20th century, such as acacia which was used to treat eye and throat infections, celery was eaten to help reduce the pain of arthritis which is still advised to this day and they even appear to have had a basic understanding of how psychological troubles impacted physical well-being. Stress was treated in special sanitariums which weren't as bad as you might think. Patients would go to dream therapy classes and would be cleansed in a calming environment with what they called healing waters. Essentially, Egyptians who fell ill had a high chance of being sent to a health spa to help them feel better. You can't help but wonder if that was commonplace today whether our work lives would feel a lot calmer and less pressured. Number 3. The Process of Mummification We all know that important members of Egyptian society were mummified but what you may not have learned was quite how gruesome the whole process was. From examining remains, researchers now believe they know how the specialized undertakers went about preparing a body for the afterlife and it definitely wasn't a job for the squeamish. Bodies weren't taken to the workshop until a few days after they had died. There's no biological reason for this but there were concerns that unscrupulous workers might take advantage of corpses, particularly those who were attractive. So tradition meant that a period of time needed to pass before the mummification process could begin. On arrival, all clothes would be removed from the body and it was laid on a table which was higher at the head end and lower at the feet. First, it needed to be washed clean and to do this they used a liquid made from water and high quantities of soap. This would remove all debris and also begin the preservation of the skin. Next, a hole was drilled in between the nose and the skull and through this all of the brain matter would be scooped out. After death, Egyptians believed the brain to be an empty vessel so everything that was removed was thrown away. They paid more careful attention to the bodily organs though. An incision was made along the left side of the body and the stomach, lungs, intestines and liver were removed and placed into jars where they were preserved in a pickle-like liquid. Toenails and fingernails were secured in place to prevent them from detaching during the next stage as they're the only parts that can continue to grow following death. A mixture of baking soda, sodium chloride and sodium sulfate was packed inside the body and around it and then it was left for 40 days. This ensured that all the moisture was drawn out so it would be preserved indefinitely. Following this, it was washed again, covered in a layer of oil and stuffed full of linen strips to allow it to retain its shape and then the wrapping could begin. The process of covering a mummy would take many days and involved differing materials such as bandages, pads and sheets to retain the lifelike shape. Amulets and trinkets were placed within the wrapping too to make sure that the soul was protected in the afterlife. Once this was complete, the mummy was ready to be placed in the coffin and buried. It was and remains the most detailed funerary ritual of any culture and was so successful that even thousands of years after it took place, much of the skin and body parts are still recognizable. Curiously, Tutankhamun was wrapped with an erection which was clear to see when his corpse was first discovered and there are even suggestions that his impressive manhood was given by a donor to allow him to enjoy himself in the afterlife. Number 2. Animal Burials Animals played a major part in the lives of the ancient Egyptians, so much so that they were mummified and buried in the same way as the people. They kept a range of different species from cats and dogs to falcons and even hippos. 
Egyptologists have found countless dedicated animal cemeteries across Egypt, and examples have been found from before the times of the dynasties right through to when the empire finally fell. One recent discovery was at a place called Berenike, which is on the coast of the Red Sea in southern Egypt. The burials, which dated from between 75 and 150 AD, contained almost 100 complete animal skeletons. Most remains that have been found were of cats, but there were a number of dogs and monkeys alongside them. Some had even been buried with artifacts to keep them safe in the afterlife, such as two cats that were found with ostrich eggshell beads, and three cats and a monkey that were buried with iron collars around their necks. It's almost certain that they were kept as pets due to the care that was taken with the corpses and the lack of signs of purposeful killing. One of the most surprising discoveries, though, happened in the early 2010s, when excavations were taking place at the ancient city of Saqqara, which is often called the City of the Dead. Here there are extensive catacombs, each of which has been found to contain something unexpected. One, for example, was filled with more than 8 million mummified puppies, which are thought to have been made by an animal cult dedicated to the god Anubis. Nearby the remains of foxes, jackals, cats, falcons and even mongooses were found, with the Egyptians seeing the animals as essentially being interchangeable. All that mattered was that they were sacrificed in honor of the god that they worshipped and prepared in the correct way to send them to the afterlife. These ones were killed for the rituals and at other sites owners have been found to be buried with their pets, which were also killed so they could be embalmed at the same time. Reflecting back on how we see it now, it was one of the darkest aspects to Egyptian society, but they saw it as a way to be closer with the higher powers and held all animals in high regard. Number 1. Punishment for Crimes the Egyptians had strict rules governing citizens, just like all other societies do, but their way of dealing with those found guilty of a crime might not be what you'd expect. The pharaohs wrote the laws and were responsible for deciding how to punish those who broke them. When they were busy or for lesser crimes, the job would fall to their most trusted advisors, the vizier or an oracle, and could be split into two categories, fatal and non-fatal. The first thing that might be a surprise is that there's very little evidence to suggest that prisons existed in Egyptian society. If you committed a crime, you suffered the punishment and could get on with your life. They didn't spend much time or resource on incarceration. The only exception to this was for those found guilty of debtors and deserters. Even then, it wasn't seen so much as a punishment but as a way to prevent them from escaping and to settle what they owed. For theft, trading illegally or tax evasion, punishments could range from 100 lashes and 5 bleeding cuts to exile from the country, while for persistent thieves, Punishments involved disfigurement and could see them having their ears or nose cut off before being enslaved. Their fatal punishments were even more brutal but were quite rare. Grave robbing was a cardinal crime in ancient Egypt as was treason or plotting against the pharaoh's wishes. Typical methods involved impalement, which was particularly slow and painful, decapitation and drowning. For the most serious cases, such as vandalizing a temple, the guilty person would be burned alive. Not only was this seen as an excruciating way to die, but it took away the person's body, and so they would have been unable to enter the afterlife. Did any of these facts about the ancient Egyptians surprise you, and has it changed the way that you see them? Make sure to let us know in the comments section. Also, check out our other cool stuff showing up on screen right now. See you next time.